Welcome to the lion's den. All right, this is the D Win Legacy Podcast, and I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. We have a special episode for you today. I have the pleasure of doing a podcast with my brother. How's everybody doing? Introduce yourself, uh, brother. My name is Eshan Davis, the other half of Brothers United, and it's a pleasure to come to D Win Legacy Podcast today to do this segment. This is a really special segment, man. It's been a long time coming, and I'll say, man, over the 14 years that we, what, no, 17? How long we done known each other? Oh, shit, brother. It's like 2007, man. To 19, it's 12 years, yeah. right? Yeah. So, it's been a long, exciting 12 years. We had our ups, our downs, you know, basically what brothers go through. But along the way, we understood one thing. Once we united, we understood that it was a mission that needed to be kept. And that was making sure our kids understood values, right? And the legacy that we kept and moving that forward. So that's where we're at. And we're here today to share with you guys. And as you just heard what my brother talked about, um, this podcast is called Brothers United. And, you know, the focus is around, you know, people who are siblings uh, brothers and sisters who either uh, have met each other or have not yet met each other. So we're going to get into that. I know this is going to be a, a podcast that everybody's going to be able to relate to, but uh, I think it's going to be special. And I'm very honored to have my brother here today so that we can go back and forth and uh, elaborate on that. But we're going we're gonna to do first, we're going to pay some bills and we'll be right back. You're listening to the D-Win Legacy Podcast, brought to you by D-Souls Productions, LLC, where we bring together life, culture, and communities. All right, we're back with the Brothers United Podcast at the D-Win Legacy Podcast. All right, brother, we're about to get into it, man. Yeah, Um, yeah. We were just, you know, talking things over um, we're, we're, we're going to next get into, you know, where we grew up, how we grew up. Uh, my birthday was, uh, 1969, December 17th. Right. Right. Your birthday right. was March 13th, 1974. Right. So that puts us what, like five years, five years apart. apart. Right. So that's, and I know that's, a, that's something a lot of us have gone through, you know, growing up, uh, and, you know, they talk about how it's, you know, related to a lot of black families because we have no fathers in the home. And they talk about how, uh, you know, there's black men, but just men in general, you know, they would go around and have kids with multiple women, stuff of that nature. And that's the kind of system we kind of grew up in, but yeah, there's still that factor there of siblings brothers and sisters getting to that point where they want to get to know each other 
or there's some of us who never met each other before a day in our lives. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So exactly. you know, um, you know, me, me, yeah, I'm saying me growing up, you know, here in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, you know, I grew up uh, right here in this uh, in the city of Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, I pretty much lived all over the city, but my main, the main place I grew up here is here on the west side. You know, over here. Clay Street. We were both born in Wilmington, Wilmington, Wilmington General. General Hospital. Yep. Um, I grew up with my grandmother. Um, you know, my mom, she had to, you know, go out and work. And I spent a lot of time with my grandmother and uh, my aunts and uncles. Uh, but the one thing I talked to my brother about was, it was kind of ironic to me, you know, even though we have the same father and different mothers, when I met his mom, I saw my mom, so it kind of like put me in this place. Like my but my, my my our dad had that same taste in like in like women. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's a, it's a fact. It's a fact because it's the same exact thing. When I seen his mom, I seen my mom, and the same wit and the same no nonsense. Right. Like it, it it was inseparable, so it was easy. And then to top it off. Both of them named Liz. Like, come that's, on, that's, like that's too ironic and crazy, right? It, 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 it's crazy, scary, but at the same time, it's fun because we made sure that we understood the value of what was going on. And sometimes there be a blessing in disguise that you don't even know until you keep the opportunity and a possibility. So we didn't judge anything. We just understood that our dad was different and. We're gonna take this opportunity and make the best of it. But 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 I'm gonna let you keep going, brother. You because you're talking about how you. No, nah, that's up. good. That's good because I mean, like I told you, brother, mine's really condensed. You know what I'm saying? Because my <laughs> thing was pretty much me just going on my grandma. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my mom just going out working, making sure that you know she did what she needed to do. But it was crazy because I was around my grandmother so much to add to this. Yes. I start calling my grandma mom. Yeah. And start calling my mom. By her first name, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it took me years before you understood. I, you know what I'm saying? I could, like, t- I could call my mom mom. mom you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was crazy. It's crazy, you know right? But it's tell me a story about like how the I grew you went up. through. Well, you know I mean? wow. Um, again, born Wilmington General, 1974, and my mom was in college and she wanted to finish college, so she asked her mom, which is my grandma, God rest her soul, would she keep me? So my grandmom loved me. So from six weeks old, my grandmom and grandpa raised me. Well, they lived in Philadelphia, PA. So off to Philly, I went. My grandmom took me. And in raising me, wow, I want to say growing up, going through schools, watching what my grandparents did, well, it was amazing. My grandmom ran a restaurant. And it was called Barbecue Grill. And it was funny because back then, I remember working in the restaurant and she's showing me, teaching me how to run the register and teaching me how to cook and clean and let me know that the same values that we do and take at home is the same values that goes in the job. So I learned at 13 that it's a lifestyle from the work to the home place. Um, and then my grandpa running his small construction business. Mm-hmm. And what I learned on that side was 
he's running his construction business from job to job. And sometimes ends didn't meet. Sometimes he have a job where the customer wasn't happy. So he showed me integrity. Even if he lost money on the job, he completed the job and kept the same value so he can keep customers. So I learned the business side at such a young age. And I'm going to be real quick. So during the day, I mean, during the uh, Monday through Friday, I'm going to school, watching my grandparents work their business. But on the weekends, my grandpa would take me to Merlin and every weekend because he had racehorses. So at a young age, I would go to this farm, which was my uncle's farm, and I would go to the racetrack and help him with the horses because he had racehorses. And it was amazing um, for me to learn and see all this growth and development. And I know some of my black men don't even make it out of their four corners of their block or the street. So I understood that value now, but back then I didn't. So to have that life of two worlds, basically, um, getting the country life and the city life, I think that's what really centered me and gave me a lot of value at a young age. So I understood who I was and what I wanted to do. So that's that's basically how and where I grew up. Um, I used to get a little mad and disappointed about that because I, I was like not with my parents and my mom and my dad. But I realized it was a blessing in disguise because if I wasn't with my grandparents, I wouldn't have been able to get educated at such a young age on it was a lifestyle from the workplace to your home. Right. And, um, and, and that's the crazy part about it, what we're talking about, brother, is like uh, the results from this. And, you know, a lot of us, you know, we don't want to face the facts on it. It comes from us being in broken homes. And a lot of yep. people like to hear that. But like you said, brother, there was some benefits from us. Growing up under, you know, grandma. You know yeah. Because I, mean? yeah. I could say, you know, I, I did like the fact that, you know, I did have my uncles and my aunts there, you know, especially yeah. my uncles because they were like the father figures in my, you know, in, in the home. Exactly. So they, they taught me a lot, you know, growing up. Uh, you know, a lot of things that um, I'm looking at now and I look at, you know, back then, they was teaching me how to be a man back then. But yeah. a lot of things that I learned didn't install in me until, now, you know, yeah. later on in life, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and then moving forward, man, um, you know, let's, let's just get into, you know, our dad. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, he was born uh, November 8th, 1951. And he passed away May 15th, 2007. But you always said to me, and I remember you saying it, you know, you're like, we, we both grew up in Wilmington, Delaware, right? Yeah. And you said to me, like, when you saw me for the first time, yeah, and we're gonna get into you know when we first met. When you said when you saw me, you looked like you saw me before, and yeah. to the point where you felt like we might have crossed paths. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because Delaware is well, Wilmington, Delaware, is it's a small city. It's only seventy one thousand, so you know it's it's easy to run into somebody who you think you've seen before or you know once upon a time and you have to be very careful with that you know right, even right. with knowing your family because it's so small so yes i feel like i've seen you somewhere time and time again like i said uh, my mom lived 608 north adams street and she, when they built those houses she got the first one mm-hmm. but come to find out later in life my aunt betty lived right around the corner Right down the street, so it's like wow, the world is like so paralleled, and 
it's amazing how we probably ran across each other time and time again. Right. And it just wasn't meant to be until Pop passed away. So, and and and, and getting into that, brother, like where we live at, our family dominates the state. Right. Yeah. So my mom talk about this all the time, and I'm laughing because we went to her birthday party just recently, right? Yeah. And you go to parties and you go to weddings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you see all these beautiful people, yeah. but you see these beautiful women. You know what I'm saying? You be like, yeah. Who that? Is they my family? And like they be that. like, <laughs> they be like, yo, that's nah, your family. Yo, you yeah. can't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I'll be like, damn. But we got so many beautiful people in our family, man. So that's why it's important in us talking about this, about you know. Knowing who our siblings are, it's just so important because you know I, I come to find out this is probably gonna be creepy to a lot of people that my ex-wife, my son's mom, you know, God bless her wow. soul, she just passed away. Yes, her bloodline is in my family. Wow! Because they had a family meeting somewhere, and one part of my family came to the same event, That's and they was looking at each other like, "What you doing here?" You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they was like. We're related, you know what I'm saying? So we were related through cousins, brother. So it was like, wow, it really wow. made me think, like, we really got to understand, like you just said, who our family members are. You know exactly, what I'm man. So again, I'm Eshawn Davis, and this is D-Win, and we're in D-Win's... Legacy Podcast. Po- yes. Podcast, yeah. Yes, and this is amazing segment. I'm excited. I got chills running through me right now because... Everything that we're talking about is like heartfelt. Like the reality of it is, we should have been shared, right? So we're doing it now, and it's time to pay some more bills. And I'm gonna go ahead and let the man that runs this whole operation. That's what's up. Yes. All right. This is D1 Legacy Podcast. We're gonna take another break, and we'll be right back. Buy me a coffee. Click the link at coffee.com forward slash D1 Legacy and show me your support. First thing in the morning, there's nothing like a hot cup of coffee. Half siblings are people who share one parent. They may share the same mother, but different fathers in which case they are known as uterine siblings or maternal half-brothers, half-sisters. Or they may have the same father but different mothers, in which case they are known as agnet siblings or paternal half-brothers, half-sisters. Now this is the definition according to many of our situations, but some people don't like to use the half-brother or half-sister analogy. They just want to be looked at as just being family.
All right, we're back with the D1 Legacy Podcast, and we're back again with this episode that we call Brothers United. Yeah, yeah, Brothers brother, United. We, we were talking about, you know, this this situation that we're talking about, about siblings uh, getting to know each other, if they ever met before. And we're going to keep this going, and me and my brother are going to get into uh, when, my fa- when our father passed away, which was uh, in, you know, in May 15, 2007. And when we first met each other, was at the funeral, right, brother? It was at the funeral, right? And and it's funny that you say that because, oh man, this is this is wow. So my mom calls me and she says, uh, "What are you doing?" I said, oh, "Well, I'm finishing a job." Mind you, guys, I'm working in Richmond, Virginia, right? 2007, and she says to me, "Well, it's very important that you come home." And I said, very important. Why? What's going on? And she wouldn't tell me. So she knew me. If she didn't tell me, and she telling me it's serious, she know I'm going to come because it's my mom. And you know, we all got moms. Mm -hmm. And if mom (laughs) call and not giving you detail. Bring that ass. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) mind you, this is, uh, I think, a Friday. And I need to be up there the next week. (laughs) <laughs> so I made it anyway she says well come on with me we need to go somewhere and this is on a Saturday was it Saturday right yeah yeah. <clears throat> so I'm riding with her and we go to this house and out on Southbridge and little house and I'm like uh, what's going on like mom was a function you ain't tell me about it. I don't know people you gotta tell me something didn't tell me nothing right he walks in the house and I see people, and then she takes me in the room, and then she talks to this lady. Mm-hmm. And they're talking first. Then she takes us in a room and say, well, y'all two are brothers. Y'all go ahead and start talking and figure it out. And we just took a ride in the car. What you think, brother? Well, I remember that day, brother, when we, um, you know, we pretty much, you know, when I came in that house that day, and like you said, there was a lot of people there. We was, you know, you know conjugating with everybody and talking everything and I saw you sitting in that chair you know what I mean and, and uh, they was like you know that's your brother and that, that situation is, is kind of awkward you know what I mean because especially especially you've been a like, like we've both been the only child for yes. all our lives right yes. so you kind of get that feeling you're like who this mama you know, <laughs> you know, Man. What, I mean? you know what I'm saying wait wait awesome. stop stop audience I'm 35 years old and he was 40 mm-hmm. so we're grown ups right Setting our ways. Now, now they go ahead and pick it back up. Right, right. So it was just kind of like it was new to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's an awkward situation because yeah. you're meeting this person for the first time. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. wow. Because I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, wow, okay, how am I going to do this? You know what I'm saying? How are we going to, you know? And, and, and I guess the question is, um, we was probably thinking to ourselves, you know, how will we connect? And how will we get along with each other? And it's a process. You got you got to take that time. To get to know each other, exactly. You, know I mean? you got to so, figure it out, and uh, and you and you and you may run into a situation where you may not be digging each other. You may not have anything in common. But it took a minute. But me and my brother, we started to talk and you know get to know each other. And we found out a lot of things about each other that were so similar. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this is where we started identifying what my dad had. 
started coming out of us. Mm-hmm. So we understood that that probably was the bloodline. For instance, he does music. He does music. I did music. Right. And we started talking and bouncing off of each other. And we realized how much our musical worlds actually parallel with the businesses and our ideas and the things that we wanted to do. So we understood like, okay, well, we got something here. Right. We didn't grow up as brothers to be able to love one another and go through things. But now that we know we're brothers, we actually started doing things to build off of that. And it just so happened to be business. And it just so happened to be things that we both love doing. Now, was it peachy cream? No. It was trial and error. But we started learning certain things from each other. We had had, had to cram that, all that time we missed growing up. It would have took like maybe what? Not even a year, brother. Maybe yeah, two years. Yeah, and then match, we. You know yeah, after the first second year, we started gelling, and right. we started understanding that. Listen, let's see what we can do with this, and let's. If we create this, then what could this do for us as brothers? Like, where could we go? Where could we take it? So it's just a lot of things that I tell people. Like, if you have long lost siblings, and you finally get a chance to meet them. Like, you got to build with them. You can't be reserved and, like, I'm not going to deal with that situation because you never know what you can unlock. And at the end of the day, it's our legacies at hand because our kids as kids get a chance to absorb and uh, see what we have to offer for them as well. So you don't want to shortchange the next generation. Yeah, and that's, that's something I really thought about because... Uh, you don't want to take away from it. Might it might be something that you don't want to do yourself, but in our situation, no. Under the circumstances, you don't want to have to do that when somebody passes away. You know what exactly. I mean? But like we all say, everything happens for a reason. Exactly. And, and, and the universe works, and it, it never tells a lie. The universe always tells the truth. So when that happened, yeah, I had some concerns and doubts, and I was kind of reserved on it. But when I started to started to get to know my brother and I seen we had, you know, certain things in common, I was like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. shit is real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, we both love music. We both yeah. have the same type of um interest. So yeah. it really made things, you know, really yeah. work out. You know what I'm saying? And you can see it, and you can see the growth and the development. And I'll say this, and I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I'm gonna say it. You know when you're growing mentally, physically, emotionally with your brother when other people are emotional about where we're going and how we're building. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it again. You know you're on the right track with your growth and development with your sibling when other people have a problem, have have an issue with where y'all have gone and developed and y'all didn't grow up with each other. Y'all did this over a 12... A 12-year span, which is probably a quarter of your life cycle. Right. Right? So, I think that's amazing. I understand that that, that's all spiritual because that's a lot of value there to cram all of that. Because we're pushing, you know, we, we got some age on us. Right. You know, for us to be able to do this, this is amazing. So, that's why I felt like this is big, brother. This is something that we should share. 
that Brothers United can meet each other when they're 35 and they're 45 and 40 and still do great things. It doesn't matter how old you get. I mean, shit, you can be in your 90s. It don't matter. If you have that opportunity, if somebody lets you know that you have somebody, you know, like a brother or sister that you haven't met yet, you know, take the time to, uh, you know, to get to know them. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, we're going to finish that segment up. We're going to get into the wrap up of this episode and we'll be right back. Hey, D1 Legacy Podcast listeners, want to share your opinions, give feedback, or tell me what you're thinking? Send me a voice message. Voice messages are an easy way for you to send me audio that might end up in a future podcast of the D1 Legacy Podcast. They're the latest feature from Anchor, the platform I use to make this podcast. You have any questions for me? What do you think about this episode that I'm doing right now? I usually have people send me an email request about a particular topic they want me to talk about on a future episode, but now you can send me a voice message. I'll see all your messages and I might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes this part super easy. You can send me a voice message right now from wherever you are listening. Just tap the link on my show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. Souls Productions LLC is our sponsor, and it's our sponsor that holds everything down for us. And we have our new D Souls Productions LLC champion hoodies, and it's getting cold out there. So continue to show your support and go to DSoulsProductionsLLC.com and get your hoodie today.
Alright, we're back, brother. We're gonna do this episode wrap up. Yeah, man. It's it's it, it, it's been a really nice episode. One, because it's my brother. Two, we never really thought about what we've actually done over the last 12 years. So actually uh, uncovering our episode, like we talked about it a long time, but to actually sit and talk about it, it just gave me chills in certain spots because, wow, it's amazing what we've done, what we've accomplished, right. um, and where we're going in the future. And that's what we're talking about now is the future. And I see us accomplishing a lot of things far as outreach for the community um, with Brothers United, letting other men know that they can too be themselves. One thing I understood for a long time, a lot of people are not being themselves. So we want to really push that for people really being themselves, especially men. Because if we can achieve one goal is helping one brother accomplish what he's trying to do and let him know he can through us, me, my brother, Brothers United, the campaign that we moving forward. I know that this here is something great. So I want to share. Um, how do you feel about that? Brother? Well, leave it up to what you're talking about, brother. Maybe it's so special over the years. We're going on what? Is it like 12 years? 12, 12 years. So yeah. everything we learned over those 12 years, and I'm going to say anybody who's meeting their siblings for the first time, <laughs> you may have a situation where y'all may not get along, but there's also the beauty. Even if you don't fucking get along, <laughs> the beauty of it is you better find out what you can learn from each other. <laughs> you know Real? what I'm saying? Because that's, that's one thing that I, I would say, damn, <laughs> after all the shit we've been through, and me and my brother, we get along. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> our, 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 com- our, com- our, our, our battles have been outside of us. You know what I mean? And like my brother talked about, when we try to get together, people try to, you know, start with their bullshit. But what we learn from each other over these years, man, you can't put a price on that shit. So now we're, in a, now we're in a position now, we like, you know what? What can we build for our fucking future now? Legacy. We on some new shit now. So we like, okay. Level up. Look what, look what we got in front of us, brother. So we're going to really just continue to build. My brother has taught me so much. We're bouncing back and forth He's with each other. He's taught me so much. Let me tell you something, man. It's, it's important. If you meet your brother or sister, your sibling, you haven't met them before, learn from each other. Cause you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna be surprised at what you might find. So the moral of the story is, I want to personally say, thank you, Pop. Thank you, thank Dad. you, Larry D. Hamilton, for giving birth to me and my brother, so we can now share with y'all, Brothers United. And now that this brand has been spoken, people get ready because BU is coming your way. For all the people out there, when you find out you have a brothers or you have sisters, don't put up a fight. Make sure y'all put the energy into making sure y'all unite. All right, but that's it. We'll be back next week with another episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast. And as we always do, we talk about things that will make you think. And I enjoy being the host this week. 
his brother, Eshawn Davis, a.k.a. KL The Wire Man, coming to your city, you know, just to give y'all a little taste, birth for the nation. We coming soon. Some juice for y'all. Peace. Peace. Yo, what's up, King? Man, that was emotional, beautiful, motivational, man. Hey, that was a good episode, man. I really enjoyed it. Hey, man, (laughs) I I can see y'all chemistry, man. Y'all cool as hell, man. That's what's up. Shout out to Eshan, the wire man, D-Win. Hey, man, I see some big things coming. Hey, that was beautiful, man, straight up.